If you call the Okanagan your home, you almost certainly know a business person. Entrepreneurship is in our blood, as is the incredible sense of community. So this podcast series is really about all of us, all of us who love local. It tries to tell the stories of the dreamers, the risk takers, the people who built this place and who put in new foundations to strengthen it every day. My guest of today went from being a high-powered marketing executive working in some of the largest multinationals in the world to discovering the power of the body and the mind. Along the way, she moved to Canada to the beautiful Okanagan and started a float space company. What's that you say? Well, we'll just hear all of that story from Carol Bodart. I'd just like to introduce you to my guest today, who is Carol Bodart, uh, the owner of Float Space and a person with a very interesting background. But I'll let you tell us a bit about the business, Carol, and about yourself. Okay, so yeah, my name is Carol. I'm originally from uh, from Europe. I was born in Brussels and um, moved to Canada about two years ago now. Um, had a most of my life uh, a, a corporate business background. Worked for quite a lot of large companies and European head offices in in, in head offices in marketing and. Uh, in European companies, um, some global jobs as well. So always had, was quite attracted to international life, travel, mm-hmm. uh, lived in different places as well. And um, yeah, somehow as part of my journey, I, um, I really, I've always had an interest in health and um, I used to call it alternative health, but I think of it now as true health because I think what we call health in general in our society is a is a sector that does need work it's very uh, very much um, driven by by sales and pharmaceuticals so I would call it true health uh, always had a passion for for movement exercise healthy body so I stepped out of my corporate uh, career at some stage, uh, partly because I wanted to make more time for my children, but mm-hmm. also follow up on some of my passions, and one of them was the healthy movement, so I obtained a personal trainer degree, and from there some additional certifications that were really looking into new ways of exercising, exercising and the, the functional training movement and healthy movement was really on its way by then. Um, and in addition to that as well, added a nutrition degree, so I've always been very passionate in studying what is the real research here, here compared to what we hear in you know, mainstream media. So all of these elements together, including at some stage some personal trauma, led me to discovering uh, flotation therapy. And um, I've also always loved Canada, loved the Okanagan, discovered it uh, many, many years ago and always had a, a gut feeling that I would return here one day and then... Easy and, to do. Yeah, and an opportunity came indeed. Uh, when I moved here, I actually lived in Switzerland and we wanted to move away from Switzerland for several reasons, but uh, we did want to find a place to stay close to the mountains mm-hmm. because we all love the mountains. and. Um, literally looked at the map of the world and so okay 
where can we go if it's not the Alps? You know, there's New Zealand, Argentina, and Canada, and we had the closest ties to Canada, I knew it already, and so decided to move to the Okanagan and um, created a business plan and um, yeah, followed uh, followed basically our heart and interests and took over uh, the, uh, the the assets of a, a business that was. Uh, had been started by a young fellow five years ago, but he did need some help uh, to keep it going and wanted to do something else with his life. So, uh, and that's how I ended up mm-hmm. purchasing float space and investing in some new float tanks and a, a whole new area, and yeah. functional training gym, sauna, etc. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you mentioned the word heart and I'll come back to that because pretty much everything you do is with heart. And it's, it's mm-hmm. very interesting because it's a marriage of heart and mind yes. in your case. But just, uh, you know, for some of our listeners who may not know much about flotation and float space, um, mm-hmm. tell us a bit about the business and the, the science really yeah. behind mm-hmm. floating. Yeah, so floating originally was invented by a professor in the 50s, so it's definitely not a new, it's, it's not new. Yeah. Um, and he was actually uh, doing research he wanted to learn more about the conscious, the general, you know, what if you take all the physical elements of a body away, what's left of us, you know, because we, we all know the mind is something separate, we, we all, we're all familiar with intuition, we're, we're not always comfortable to go there because our mainstream scientists haven't necessarily gone there too much themselves and it's often related to pseudoscience and all these type of things uh, luckily increasingly that's increasingly less the case because there are scientists now that are doing some interesting research in the mind and how all of that function even the, the additional functions of our heart you know until not long ago we used to think it was just a pump um, and uh, so yeah all these elements basically come into play when you step into a flotation tank you take away um, what they call, they used to call it sensory deprivation chambers, very scary word. So yes, with, with time it became more of a, uh, yeah, I guess for, to make it more attractive and less scary to people, they, they now call it flotation therapy or flotation tanks. Uh, so you step into it and you're deprived from all senses. That's where the word came from. Uh, so you don't hear anything, it's dark, the gra- there's no gravity. The gravity effect is taken away by the fact that there's a, more than a thousand pounds of salt right. in, uh, in the water, it's mm-hmm. Epsom salts. And, um, and the addition, other element uh, is uh, temperature. So the water is body temperature. So you don't, your body doesn't need to heat or cool itself or adjust. Right. So all these elements, when you take all these elements away, our brain basically, because our brain is working hard all day, even if you think you're not doing anything, you know, watching TV is a good example, your brain is actually processing a lot, you know, because it's seeing, hearing things, it's actually exhausting, even being on a phone is, is an exhausting activity for our brain. So you take all away these elements um, and it goes into what they call the theta brainwave states is something you, we're all in just when before we fall asleep. Right. Uh, and it's a form of hypnosis, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really when a lot of the healing processes start in our body because we, we, are, we have an amazing... Our body's always looking for balance. You know, we have an amazing way to compensate and to heal ourselves. One of the biggest issues is we don't 
allow that because we don't rest enough or we don't drink water and those very basic things are, is the first thing you should grab through rather than you know medicine or all the other things people do uh, when they get ill so so yeah that's basically what right. flotation therapy is and we have people we have athletes who use it to recover from workouts we have people who had severe brain injuries who use it for recovery people with arthritis because you take away gravity it's really nice on your joints you know you, everything gets a break yeah so that's the beauty of it it it, it really covers all ages and so many symptoms and and, and issues that, you know, so many reasons why people float, just things as simple as me meditating. People struggle sometimes meditating seated in their own house. Yeah. And uh, it's just an environment that really helps you to get to these places. Yeah. No, that sounds, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I think you and I have talked in the past mm -hmm. about it and I, um, not being a swimmer, it doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. as you say there's flotation. Um, uh, but w what can, how do you think, oh, what do people feel at the end of a session? You know, you, you've described what the brain goes through, but... It's interesting. The, the one thing I hear from everybody... Uh, well, there's two things, basically. We, most people that walk into float space are amazing, super friendly people, but occasionally we get the one cranky person. Mm -hmm. They're always in a good mood when they come out. It's like right. a, a... Yeah, it's, it's like a transformation, which is always nice to see. Um, but the one thing uh, I find uh, they all have in common when they come out of a flow tank is, uh, and they, they say, they express that as well, it's like, oh, what time is it? I completely lost track of time. Right. And that's a really great element because that's also a typical characteristic of uh, what they, they, they say when you're in a, a flow state. You know, flow state is when you're really so focused that everything else around you disappears you know that could that's the state a little kid who's building something in lego and stops hearing everything around him yeah. or a creative you know a writer who's writing a book and you can everything else goes away that that ultimate state of concentration which many of us struggle to achieve because we're always distracted by all these you know social media and all that so and but that's a, a typical sign when you are in that state is that you lose track of time and that's great because this is also why floating is so good for people who, who struggle with anxiety or PTSD Yes. because anxiety is something, it's actually quite simple as anxiety is you've lived through something in the past and your fear that is going to happen again in the future makes you anxious so right if you can drop the past and you can drop the future and you just live in the present, no reason for anxiety. Anxiety is gone, right? So, yeah. and, um, and that's why, basically, yeah, that, that whole losing track of time and living in the present, which is what you also want to get to when you're meditating, is what makes it so powerful. 100%. And, you know, I hear so often athletes talk about mm -hmm. that as well yeah. for peak mm -hmm. performance, right? Just yeah. the moment. Um, maybe if I can just, because uh, you described your background a bit mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it is a fascinating background and the whole journey to here. Um, if, if I can just ask about, uh, you know, because you work with international, you know, multinational mm -hmm. corporations, marketing and so on, obviously very different being mm -hmm. your own business owner here. Yeah. What do you think has uh, translated well in that? You know, what, what have you found useful? What have you had to learn new as yeah. you've gone through this? Um. 
Yeah, I very much like that question, actually. Um, the, the bits that are useful, they're sometimes hard to find. I think they're very subconscious, because mm -hmm. I often think, uh, you know, college degree, corporate career, uh, not very useful. I think that the useful elements, ironically, they're not very academic. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly knowing how to deal with people and all kinds of people, uh, keep patient, because the one thing you learn in the corporate world is to get things done, you need to uh, convince layers in hierarchy, uh, different type of people, lots of you know arguments. So you you learn to deal with a lot of people, yeah. um, and uh, so that's definitely something. Um, obviously, some marketing basics mm -hmm. as well. But I have to say, I've seen so many entrepreneurs who have no college degree and didn't have that corporate experience, and they're great marketeers. So I think if you're yeah, if you're good with numbers and you sense people, that bit you will learn eventually. You know, you you can learn by yourself. Um, now, um, the second component, what did I learn new? Is this is going to sound really funny? It's actually working hard mm -hmm. because in the corporate world, sometimes you fool yourself, you think you're working hard, you, you, know, just you, get, yeah. you have long days, you're busy with emails and you sit in these long meetings and you get to travel and, but this is the first time that I'm actually physically really active as well and it just feels a lot more like work. Right. The other thing is that there's nobody to delegate to, you know, hmm. you can't wine around the coffee machine with some colleagues and so this or that didn't happen because so-and-so said no or he's not doing his job right or you know or you quickly have an assistant book a plane ticket for you uh, none of these things work you you it, it's all you so anything anything that goes wrong yeah it's you anything that goes well is you as well so and you can't quit you can't resign you need to solve everything and keep facing it day by day. And I think that is probably the biggest change and the biggest lesson. There's no, there's no escaping and it comes with its positives and its negatives. So from that point of view, you, you do grow a lot as a person. Because I, I think the corporate world, no matter how high you are, you know, whether you're a vice president or you're, you're at the bottom of the ladder in those companies, somehow you're kind of spoiled by your environment yeah. and it's, it, it almost promotes a part of you not to grow up because you can always blame somebody and you're looked after uh, until you lose your job, which unfortunately is sometimes the time that people wake up and, and, and start doing something else as well. So, uh, so yeah, that would definitely be the, the biggest one for me. That's, that's actually a fantastic response. And I, yeah. and I know, I hope that people who are listening and who don't own necessarily mm -hmm. businesses, but support businesses can, can understand what you just uh, mm -hmm. outlined. Because uh, I remember a friend of mine saying years ago when I was thinking of leaving mm -hmm. the corporate world and starting businesses saying, uh, you just, you have to make sure that it's, you're not doing this as a lifestyle choice. Because owning a business, running a business is not a lifestyle choice. It's a totally, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. immersing yourself. So yeah. thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that is brilliant. Um, maybe just in terms of, uh, you know, the I know with, with along with flotation, 
because of your background, as you say, as a personal trainer, uh, you've even done golf-specific uh, mm -hmm. TPI training and so on. Um, where do you see, you know, because you, you, I think float space is more than just flotation. Mm -hmm. I know you've got some yeah, sauna yeah, yeah, and yeah. other bits. Yeah. Maybe just describe what you see the holistic concept of your business being. Yeah, I, I always try to explain it in a way. I'm a very true believer in self-healing. I think we have an amazing capacity in self-healing and, um, and self-healing beyond health as well. It's also self-healing of our, our lives. Um, there's even, there's enough scientific proof now, you know, with, if you work intention setting and meditation right, you do make things happen for you in your life. And that's, that can relate to physical health or your own success in life. So, the way I'd like to present Float Space is that we are, you do the work, but we offer you the environment to make it easier. You know, it's a, it's a gym without uh, the noisy impact and the machines. It's mm -hmm. something we can, we can help you towards healthy movements, but we're not the type of trainers that are going to stand next to you to make sure you do your exercise. That, that, that energy, that power, an intention needs to come from you and it's the same with the floating or you know whatever you do here we we offer you the environment we yeah. can offer you help and tips we even have a, a hypnotherapist um, that can help you get started but at the end of the day you're responsible for your own journey your own health and your own life and that's really what we like to promote so because um, even in holistic health I see too many uh, too many concepts and businesses that are still trying to say, hey, you're the victim, we're going to fix you. Yeah. And what we like to say, we want to drag you out of that victim role and teach you how you can fix yourself or help yourself. That, that is just yeah. really refreshing. And I just want to explore mm -hmm. that a bit more, Carol, because, uh, because to your point, I mean, even with gyms, right? It's, uh, what you're describing is the concept of taking ownership. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a much more adult yeah. way of uh, going about getting mm -hmm. better, yeah. right? Um, how do people react to that? How have you found, uh, you know, have you found the, the, the people understand and get yeah. that and relate I think to it? People understand the rational. Mm -hmm. Implementation is hard work and takes a lot of time. It's not easy. Yes. And it's not, not necessarily because people are lazy or don't want to. It's just to be able to get to a place where you can self-regulate to the point that you're healthy and life goes well and you're successful. It's, it requires a deep dive into what your life has been. Mm -hmm. uh, for some people, that involves a lot of trauma that is difficult to deal with. So it takes time and a lot of work. And it's, it's very much like, uh, and there's no magic bullet either. It's like, uh, you know, the famous comparison with the onion. You pay layers. You pay. You, you peel layers off, and it just takes time. And every time it you makes think, you cry, oh, but yes, and yeah, exactly. And it makes you cry too. Every time you think, oh yeah, I'm so much better. You, yeah. you, you realize, oh, there's another layer. Oh yeah, that I haven't dealt that with that. And so it, it just keeps coming. But it is. It's very enriching, you know, when you do. And, and it's one of the the joys I get out of this business. I can see the the journey of people. You know, whether it's physical healing or mental healing. Um, I've had. You know, clients say, oh, you, you, you wouldn't recognize me if you saw me years ago. You know, I was an alcoholic and I was violent and I was this and that. And, and, I, I, and I literally say, it's like, 
seriously, you? No, I would never believe that. So, um, and yeah, or have a, uh, we have a client who, uh, who started floating to heal from a brain injury and at some stage uh, was so injured that she lost the ability to speak and after a number of intensive float sessions, she all of a sudden she was speaking again. And wow. It's hard to get her out of the shop because she wanted to talk so much, she was so happy. So, so, so it's all these different steps, you know, we work a lot with uh, former military veterans who uh, suffer from PTSD and, and, and again, you see the progress once they, you know, they can dive deep into whatever brought them to the place they're at and, and the healing is it's just amazing to see, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, and, and I do want to circle back because mm-hmm. the way you've outlined all this stuff also speaks to what you said at the beginning about art. Because, you know, you've done things with your head in your corporate mm-hmm. career and most of your life. Yeah. And this is truly your passion. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, it, what you've just outlined also is you're not concerned about the here and now. This is a sustainable business for mm-hmm. people who commit and yeah. do, mm-hmm. you know, follow that journey. Um, so where do you see this, you know, growing and going to in the next five, yeah. ten years? Well, um, we've already, you know growing a lot and, and, and again it's um, we definitely want to keep doing what we're doing um, I'm definitely hoping the, the gym component um, becomes um, the, the lot of, let's say let's put it this way a lot of people start um, thinking about what they're doing physically because we we still a lot of people have made a big switch in terms of what they do to stay physically healthy uh but a good example for me i I call them the cardio junkies you know there's a whole generation that was educated in the 80s and the 90s that they had to burn calories and and run and bike and the longer the better and so on and 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 like many with these things turns out you know knee injuries hip injuries they, they suffer from a lot of different issues um, uh, that's, you know, and some of them have said, okay, and I'm, I'm a good example, I used to be a very intensive runner, and okay, right. wh- why am I doing this, and, mm-hmm. and is it healthy, and how do I move in a healthier way? So I hope a lot of people question what they're doing, and I think if you're doing it because everybody else is doing it, or if they tell you to do it, Think again, because not everybody needs to be a marathon runner uh, or do two hours of yoga every day. It's really about finding yourself and finding what's healthy for you. And, you know, uh, if if you hate going to the gym or running, then try and take some satisfaction in what you like. And that could be just a walk in nature or... Um, yeah, different type of exercise, and this is what we explore with people. Everybody has a different training program here as well, because I think it's really important that people like what they do. Um, and and this is where the mind element comes in. I had an interesting discussion with a, somebody who was on a vegan diet uh, last week and claiming that it's so much healthier. and. Um, I've actually done that experience. I was a vegetarian for 20 years and right. and, uh, and 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 sort of carnivore again. And but the the one thing I've learned is that you 
It's really all about beliefs. If you're a vegan and you believe meat is going to make you unhealthy, then it likely will. If you eat meat and, and other things and you think dropping that out of your diet is going to make you unhealthy or weak, then it will. So I think the power of our mind and the belief is something we, we haven't really, we've only scratched the surface, you know, with all the, the courses that are going on, on the mind coaches and the life coaches and so on. We've really only scratched the surface, but our minds are so powerful. Uh, and you see enough examples of that, that we need to put them to work a lot more. I think it's uh, you, you've set it on a path which you believe in mm -hmm. and which uh, you know more and more people can relate to. So I, I, I truly wish you all the best. Thank um, you. Mm -hmm. You know I know I know that um, you know you and the family love the Okanagan as well. Uh, but um, you know thank you so much for coming on the show. It's really appreciated your time and uh, all the best again. Thank you for taking the initiative. I think it's an awesome initiative to uh, try and give the local businesses a voice um, it's 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 yeah it's definitely very trendy and they also need it uh, today so yeah I'm very grateful for that thank you thank you Carol Good. I've always admired Carol for her unwavering belief in what she does with float space she has created a space which is not just for floating, but for regenerative healing of the body, mind and soul. I wish her all the best in this journey and for giving us one more reason to love local.